ready. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. All right, everybody, welcome aboard. This is a live broadcast. Today is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. One more day and we turn 13 years old here on Omega Man. And uh, I'm excited to be here with a very special guest. I've been following for many years and we got him tonight. I'm talking about Brother Bill Keller at LivePrayer.com. Brother Bill, welcome aboard. Well, good to be with you, my friend, and uh, (laughs) congratulations on 13 years. That's a great milestone. Hey, it's a start. But uh, when I look at people who've been in the ministry for 50 years, I said, man, how did they do that? That's just a long time. <laughs> I'm a trust me, trust me. You wake up one day and you don't know where the time went, brother. Boy, isn't that the truth, uh, yep. brother Bill? I'm so excited to have you on here now. This is the first time we've talked, but let me tell you, um, when I was getting started back in uh, 2010 doing these podcasts, a friend of mine, a guy named Richard Keltner, Watchman Radio, he said, "You got to check this guy out. Uh, he is uh, doing a live." TV program. He's on YouTube, and he uh, he takes phone calls for prayer, and um, he's got a show that uh, speaking the truth out there. So I years ago I went back and looked online and saw you up there, and I said, man, I really like the format that you're doing, and uh, we got to get Brother Bill on. And then you know, just time has passed, and uh, I was thinking the other day uh, I need to get some new guests on, and you came to mind. So well, praise the Lord. Thank you. God put this thing together. I believe it's a divine appointment to have you here. And uh, welcome aboard. Uh, Would you like to open us up in prayer, Brother Bill? Absolutely. Father, we thank you for this wonderful day, a day that wasn't promised to us. It's a gift from you. We thank you for the blessings that you bestow upon us throughout this day. I just pray your blessings on this broadcast now. The people who need to hear these words, Lord, bring them to their devices so they can hear the truth today. Open hearts, open minds, help the people know Jesus as their Savior. We ask and pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Brother Bill, I think we ought to start at the beginning. Uh, Would you be willing to share some of your testimony? Tell us about who you are, what is live prayer, and uh, anything the Lord has for you to share tonight. Sure. Well, I was very blessed. I grew up in a Christian home. I'm 65 years old, just to give your listeners some uh, context. Um, Grew up in the church, got saved when I was 10, felt a call to go go into the ministry, and I was actually going to Ohio State University. I, I was, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and I was going to Ohio State to uh, get a broadcasting degree and then go to seminary. But I was going into my junior year of college, and I was started. A, I started working at a little company selling computers, and uh, it was all over the phone back then. The personal computers were just coming out; they were hot. And I worked for the company for about two months, started making some good money, and decided to kind of do it on my own. So I set up a little phone operation in my mother's basement. In the first year, we did about $3 million in sales. And uh, as they say, uh, the detour was off and running. I spent the next 10 years not in the ministry, running from God, making millions of dollars. And then in uh, the late 80s, God got hold of me in a big way. I got caught up in an inside trading scandal. I ended up going to federal prison for 30 months. And it was about a month or so into that process that I said, okay, God, I'm ready to surrender. I'm in the belly of the fish. 
you know, deal with me as you wish. I'm yours for the rest of whatever days I've got. And I uh, ended up getting my theological degree while I was actually in club fed through uh, Liberty University and uh, got out 30 years now. I've been in the ministry. And nine years in, 24 years ago, God started talking to me about the internet. And I didn't even own a computer. I said, I don't know about this internet stuff. God, I don't even own a computer. But the bottom line is God gave me a vision to uh, do prayer on the internet. So we set up liveprayer.com. And uh, our main ministry tool is a daily devotional I write every morning. And I've written it every morning now for 24 years. Uh, start out going to a few people, a few more. We got about two and a half million people now get that every morning in their email. Wow. We get about 40,000 emails every day for prayer. And one of the commitments I made was to make sure we prayed over every email and responded to every email. And as this thing mushroomed, I started thinking, how am I going to do this? And the Lord led me to start putting together a team of retired pastors who could put up, who could give a couple hours a day of their time. And so we've got about 700 of those guys now throughout the country, and that's how we're able to read, pray over, and respond to every email for prayer we get. And then 20 years ago, God led me to TV to do a TV show on top of our internet ministry, only it wasn't, it wasn't on Christian TV. It was on secular TV, non-Christian TV, because the whole purpose of live prayer, what we do is we reach people outside the four walls of the church. We go in, we, we, you know, we go into the marketplace that the church has basically abandoned over the last 40 years. And uh, so we started the TV show. Again, it was a live call-in prayer program. And it's evolved a little bit through the years. Uh, back in 2018, I got rid of all of our uh, legacy TV contracts, and we went straight all streaming because that's where all TV is going now anyway. And we're on pretty much every major platform except YouTube. They, After 15 years, they decided my content was a little too hateful. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so we're on Monday through Friday from 11 to midnight Eastern on TV. And again, the internet, uh, liveprayer.com, uh, the daily devotional goes out every morning to those subscribers. And, you know, we just, we just pound it, man, like you every day, just get up and pound it out every day, trying to reach as many people we uh, can for Christ. We've had a little over 2 million people we know of who've come to Christ over these many, many years. And, um, you know, we're just, we, we we just slug it out every day, man. Fight Satan for every soul. Man, that is amazing. Folks, we're live with Brother Bill Keller, if you're just joining us. Again, your website is liveprayer.com. Do I have the right link? Yep, that's oh. it, sir. Okay. Yeah, speaking of YouTube, Brother Bill, uh, oh my goodness. Um, I finally pulled the plug the other day on it. It was my seventh channel. Uh, six channels uh, hit by the the communist censors over there so sad yep. <laughs> you speak against uh covid 19 you talk about election fraud you know uh, i'm a yep. christian program and my and my emphasis of course is full gospel i'm not a news broadcast but i have to tell you um i do speak the truth and some of the things we talk about from time to time are controversial you know uh we expose the new world order we go after these devils that are trying to put us all in permanent lockdown and uh you know, I think that that's part of being a um, a watchman, uh, a servant of Christ. Uh, you know, we need to speak the truth, and sometimes you got to take on these demons. And uh, yep, there was some backlash. Uh, YouTube jail, uh, deleted channels, and you know, I would come back under a new email. But you know, after six tries, I just said I'm done with YouTube. 
<laughs> uh, it doesn't like me. I'm going to go where I'm treated best. So I left that, and you know the censorship is just prolific now. Um, yeah. But you know, you you, you know, it's, it, it's it's funny. I remember writing a daily devotional. Let's see, we started August 31st of 1999. This was probably sometime in early 2000. We hadn't even, we hadn't even been uh, online for a year yet. And uh, I remember writing a daily devotional because I was just starting to, you know, see the vision of of, of how powerful the internet could be. Yes. And uh, and 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 the and the way you could reach so many people. Uh, and 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 I I, re- I really started to get the vision. But as I was getting the vision, I also I, I, I remember writing one day. There's going to come a day, maybe not that long from now where you'll be able to access any kind of porn, any kind of gambling, any kind of whatever on the internet, except God's truth. Because I, I, I saw way back then that at some point, the, the demons of hell were going to raise up their ugly heads and say, no, 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 we can't have this stuff on the internet. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's what they're doing. Uh, they're yeah. just bombarding us uh, at every turn. You know, I think what you you did and you're doing is, is just visionary, though, because um, you chose to go on some secular stations. And uh, what were some of the time periods that you were doing? Were you doing overnight, state well, time? What were you doing? Well, well, I'll tell you. When, I, when you know, we're based we're based in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, I got a, 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 I had a, my initial contract was with the CBS station in Tampa. Wow! And I I bought the one to two. Time, one to two time period, uh, just like you would an infomercial. I mean, yes. I paid for the time. Yes. And, uh, you know, because they certainly weren't going to put me on for free. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it became a very popular program. Then we expanded to about 12 ABC stations in the southeast of the country. Holy Again, God. it was all live, mm. all live. And then for about almost a year, we were on nationwide on the ION network. Uh, we had a dear friend of the ministry that uh, helped us quite a bit to be able to be able to put the program on a national network for about a year. And uh, after about a year, though, uh, we, it, it was, it's just unsustainable because I see. Here's the thing: I refuse to I refuse to do advertising. You know, I don't sell things, and, and people who do, God bless them. I've I've just run this thing by faith from day one, and. Uh, you know, it, it, it's tough to fund like a national TV broadcast like that, short of having, you know, a couple pretty heavy hitters to back you. But, uh, you know, like I said, we, we, you know, we, we, over the years, I mean, I, I go on Howard Stern's show all the time. I've, I've been on Howard a hundred wow. times probably. Wow. And I got, <laughs> and I got to be honest with you, he's, he, he's, he's a very, um, he's very respectful. You know, he's a crude guy, but he's, he, he's always been very respectful to me. Uh, and I used to do hits all the time on Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. They'd bring me on to kind of give a, a, a spiritual, a biblical perspective on a story. But I'll tell you what, all that dried up in 2008 and 2009. All those stations, that's when they started to shut it down, man. And, wow. and I had people, bookers at Fox tell me, they said, listen, Bill, we love you, but, you know, you, you, you know, because I always get the gospel. In. I don't care what I'm on there to talk about. Before before they cut my mic off, I at least get a quick gospel presentation in. Yes. Uh, 
wherever I go. But 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 the big the big corporate uh, uh, players they start shutting down everything to do with uh, Christianity and Jesus. So they just didn't want to hear it anymore. You know, it's it's um, it's an interesting um, landscape out there now. I grew up in a family of uh, religious broadcasting. My father, uh, before he died, he had actually the largest uh, Christian media agents in the world. It was called Affiliated Media Group. Some people know this. I've talked about it from time to time. Is your dad Ray Davis? That's my dad. Did you know him? Oh, man. Jacksonville, (laughs) Florida. What a small world. Ray Davis and and, 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 and I'm still in touch with one of his guys Bob something Bob Clink Bob Clink yep holy cow we we still think (laughs) listen my friend your your dad was I met your dad very early in my ministry Um, I can't remember how we hooked up but it was very early and uh, I remember he sent my ministry like $300 one time. And, I mean, it that was when $300 meant everything. Amazing. And uh, met your dad several times. If I remember correctly, he died of a heart attack, right? Yes, sir. He, um, he uh, died in uh, 2007. Um, right. Well, not a heart attack. What happened is uh, he had a heart attack. Um, uh, excuse me, a heart transplant. He had, he had cardiomyopathy. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. And basically, yep. uh, his heart was being destroyed by virus. He had to get a transplant, gave him right. about another eight years, and then he developed cancer. Uh, he was taking okay. all these anti-rejection drugs, and um, it led to basically uh, bladder cancer. And um, I went and saw him for the last time two weeks before he died, 2007. Now, Dan had some pretty big clients. He had Joel Osteen. and uh, Joel Osteen. He had, he had them all, man. He man. had them all. Uh, some people loved yeah. Dad. Some people hated Dad. Uh, he was shrewd. He was a businessman, but um, that's what he did. And I grew up in this. Um, well, it's, it, it, it's funny because your dad used to always keep trying to get get me to put my show on, you know, on, <laughs> on Christian TV. And, and listen, the funny thing is, uh, when I got out of when I got out of prison, um, you know, I, I I started just preaching wherever the doors would open. But I was doing a consulting job in Chicago for uh, Channel Thirty Eight, Jerry Rose. And I think it's I think through Channel Thirty Eight how I met your dad. But I was doing some consulting work through them. I think that's how I met your dad initially. Um, I was helping them raise funds and stuff. And then then you know then I started doing some other things. And like I said, ninety nine started live prayer. But uh, yeah, your dad used to uh, try to get me on the. T- I said, man, I don't want to be anywhere near those people. I mean, God bless Benny Ann and God bless Casey Price and God bless Joel and God bless all these guys. But I said, man, I that that I, I'm looking. I, I'm trying to get the people that won't even watch those people. That's who I'm looking for. <laughs> that's the t- that's the best target audience because if you're looking yeah. to whether you look to preach the gospel, or you want to do deliverance ministry, what have you, uh, healing ministry. There's a lot of sick people that are up late night. That's really the best Absolutely. audience to target. Yep. I mean, I love what yep. you're doing. That's a template that works. And you know, it's interesting, though, because uh, I remember um, uh, time as a media buyer. So Dad had his company down in Jacksonville. He went from uh, general manager of Channel 47, I think it was, WNFT, to starting his own company. And then he built that. And I had a brother, Damon. Uh, who worked with him up until his death. And then um, 
at one point in time, I, I was working doing some media buying on the infomercial side. And um, mm-hmm. I remember the Paxson Network back then. You could yep, buy yep, yep, yep. cheap time well, 50. Well, well, okay, Paxson got bought out by Ion. That uh, Ion, oh. I-O-N, the Ion Network, that's the old Pax Network. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, and, 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 and Bud, I knew Bud very well. Bud was based out of Clearwater, right down the street from where I am. We used to buy yep. in a lot of time back, uh, circa, let's say, uh, 96 to uh, ninety-six to 2000. They used to have yep. um, praise music over there. And then they would yeah, sell. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, 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 but Bud said that was his tithe to the Lord. He would put praise on from like, I think, 2 in the morning to 6 in the morning or something like that. Then they would sell other timed infomercials. And so my yep. brother and I were doing infomercial, and he had a few small ministry clients. And um, I would buy time for these infomercial guys and get time for like 50 to $100 for a fire sale, half hour. Right. And um, and that's where we would place them in these overnight slots. And back then you could G- get G- cheap time. Jim, Jim, Jim West was running uh, packs at that time. I remember the name, yes. What yeah. a small world, yeah. Bill. <laughs> But huh? what a small world. Um, oh, it is. Isn't it? <laughs> fast forward. Okay. Um, internet takes off. Yeah. And uh, YouTube uh, opens up the platform that people can get over there. And um, sadly, a lot of those broadcast stations are becoming kind of dinosaurs. And But they're still charging heavy rates. So yeah, it's not cheap to be on TV, is it? No, no, no. It doesn't make any sense anymore either. It really doesn't. Number n- number one, the I mean, in fifteen years, because I don't know if I'm gonna be around fifteen years, but fifteen years, that TV audience, a lot of that audience is gonna be gone, man. I mean, I mean, people, everything's through the internet now. Everything's streaming. I mean, even you go buy a, a, a TV at Best Buy. I mean, the I mean, they got what a hundred apps on there. I mean, everything's internet related now. And then the question is, is uh, and it doesn't cost and it doesn't cost hardly anything. Where would you buy time if you're going to buy it? Uh, there's so many options for viewership. And I, I'm i thinking, you know, things are different than I was growing up. I'm 53 now. And so every today all the youth, they want to get on there and get all their content streaming off the phone. Um, I'm right. still old school. And um, that's not where I get my content. But, you know, if I were going to buy time, where would I put it? There's so much options out there. And the youth are not on watching regular broadcast TV anymore. Nope. You're nope, on uh, TikTok nope, nope, and YouTube. They are. So, yeah. it's a whole different landscape. So, you adapted, yep. is what you're saying. You went from broadcast TV to you made yep. the jump to the internet. Yep, yep, yep. I started on TV in 2003 and uh, banged out for 15 years. Uh, uh, the, the last few years, I was on uh, WJYS in Chicago, which is oh, a yeah. big. Sure. A big station, and that you know that, that you hit eight eight million nine million homes with that with JYS. Yes, and uh, so I I had JYS and about five other uh, stations around the country. But at, at here again, here's the thing. I remember when I first started doing TV, I was doing it out of the CBS station in Tampa. I would go there every night. I had a crew of like maybe six, seven people. I had a director, an audio guy, a guy answering the phones, a floor director, a couple camera people. I mean, I had like seven, eight people. You're in the old big studio with the lights and the huge cameras and everything. I mean, and I, you know, I mean, it was expensive, man. It was expensive. Not only did you have to pay for the time, you had to pay for the crew and all that. Big time. Man, I... 
I sit, I sit in my office at home and do my show every night for an hour, and I don't have anybody but me. And it. it's a better quality program. It's a better quality feed. I mean, it's it's a better program that's ever been. And there's no, it doesn't cost me. I don't have to pay anybody. Man, I tell you, there's such an opportunity now that we've never had before. I mean, this is a golden right. time. Uh, now, do you broadcast from your own server or using TikTok? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, listen. The one thing, and again, I didn't know much about the internet, but I figured out pretty quickly early on. Um, have my own servers. Don't depend on other people because at some point, if they don't like what you're saying, they can shut you down. Right. So, and, and, and you know, I got to be honest with you too. That's that. That's a reason that I never got like too involved with youtube or twitter and all that we're you know we we're on all those things but i know a lot of ministries man they spend years advertising building up man they get a six seven hundred thousand people and everything and then one day they pull the plug and they're done right you know you know what i'm saying right so so i mean our main feed is on our website so they can never take us down but then we simulcast the feed like right now we're live on uh on our facebook page on our live on our uh, twitter page on rumble we're live now and oh, yes. uh and, and, and we've got a, and we got a live for church channel on roku too we've got our own channel on roku and then wow. all the other platforms we just pop it up after it's over for on-demand viewing but because my main feed's on my website, I mean, they can never take me off the air. If, 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 if Twitter doesn't like me tomorrow, okay, so we, we're not on Twitter anymore. It's just like YouTube. We were on YouTube for 15 years. And we get, we went back and forth with them. They didn't like this. They didn't like that, of course. Uh, but I'll tell you what got us on YouTube at the end of the day. Uh, 13 years ago, uh, I ended up on the Southern Poverty Law Center's hate map. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yep, yep. If you go to the Southern, I'm sure you know who those people are, right? Sure. They call if you them- go to the Southern Poverty Law Center, their, their infamous hate map, yes. and you go to Florida and go to the Tampa market, you'll see Bill Keller Ministries. About 13 years ago, they put me on there. And, as a, and I'm on there with the neo-Nazis, with the skinheads, with the Black Panthers, with all these radical groups. Good but I'm, I'm listed as general hate. And our attorneys contacted me. They said, well, 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 what's this? This guy's a this guy's a, a, an internet preacher. What's wrong with you people? He said, well, he doesn't like gays. He doesn't like gay marriage. He speaks bad about Islam. I said, guilty on all counts. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's um, so, you know, but in that, and that that hasn't been good either because that brings out all the crazies and stuff. But hey, it's just part of the deal, man. It really is, you know. It's, well, when it's, you, it's a, when it's you a speak battle the truth, out you're gonna make some enemies out there. And uh, yep. And if you're and if you're not, you're doing something wrong, right? If everybody loves you, uh, yeah. We we got that's a, a reality check right there. We're probably not preaching the truth. Uh, we're preaching some milk toast gospel. Um, yep. So, Bill, this is exciting to meet you and hear what you're doing over there. Folks, uh, <laughs> liveprayer.com. Ray Davis, man. Ray, your dad was a legend, man, back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> your dad was a legend back then. And, and like I said, I, Bob Clink and I, we probably talk a couple times a year. We just catch up, see what we're doing. You know, he, he's, he's kind of getting a little older and 
you know, just doing some things, different things. But uh, you know, sadly, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I remember being in your dad's office in Jacksonville. And again, man, this is a long time ago. My, you know, you get older, your memory starts to fade a little bit. But uh, I seem to remember he had like some stuffed animals or something. Am I remembering oh, correctly? Oh yeah, he loved to hunt. Now uh, he had all kinds of stuffed uh, game. And um, there you go. There you go. Shoot it. Okay. At one time, he had an emu in the backyard of one of the offices over there. Um, <laughs> he would. He was set to take it to the next level, and they really did. He went from nothing to uh, building a massive operation. Sad part. Yes, he did. Is uh, he was taken out in his prime at fifty-seven, and then um, yeah, the the company eventually gets sold off to Cross Media Works, and uh, my brother was right. out, sadly, but. Yeah. He's still in the ministry. My my brother Damon, he's two years younger than me. He's the uh, he was the VP for my dad at the time. He um he on the other hand is, is stayed in the stayed in the business, and he has a company called Legacy Media Group out of um they're in North Georgia, right out of Atlanta. Oh okay and, uh, okay. Damon still handles to this day. He's got Creflo Dollar's account, and he does um, all right. Gregory Dickow up in um I think he's up in um, yeah Chicago. Yeah. And some other yeah. uh, clients, and then they also do some work. Uh, they got a lot of clients over on the Word Network. Now, let me tell you something about that. Um, I've just been doing straight podcasting uh, for 13 years. I okay. wanted to make a break into TV, and I said, "God, if you open that door, I'd love to do a, a TV version of the program." And it just didn't happen. Uh, six months ago, though, my brother Damon said, "Look." I'm going to give you one of my time slots. So Damon has Monday through Friday on the Word Network. He's got the 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 1 p.m. Eastern. And um, he, had, he had a show on there, Damon Davis Live and Zoe. He has different programs he puts on there. But he flipped me one of his program uh, slots, Thursdays. And so I started out uh, trying to see what I could do with it. And we've been putting a program over there called Speak My Word. Where essentially okay. we just go through the Word of God, we do some deliverance on the program, uh, and pray, and uh, it's been exciting. But I'll tell you something: uh, it's also super expensive. And yep. I'm like, uh, how is this a? Um, how is this? How do you monetize this? Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hard to do it. See, 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 see. That that was that was the other thing. And again, you know, I I love Christian broadcasting. I, you know, of course, being being in that world uh, early with the Channel Three out of Chicago. I mean, you know, I know I knew everybody. You know, Garth Kuntz at Tri-State and Marcus Lamb at Daystar. I mean, right. I knew I knew everybody. Yes. But you know, the, the the one reason that I, well, two reasons I I stayed away from Christian TV. Number one. Um, it wasn't the audience I was looking for. That, that That's the biggest thing. I'm an evangelist. I, I want to save souls. Man, there's a lot more souls to save uh, wa- with the audience watching South Park than watching Benny Hinn. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so, I mean, that was number one. But number two, you know, one of the biggest problems, and you know this, you've been around the ministry all your life, The big one of the biggest hits you get is, oh, all you do is talk about money, 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 money. And, and you know, and, and they're not wrong. They're not wrong. I mean, you know, every one of these guys are out there, you know, 
you know, shaking down, pressed together. I mean, selling books, selling right. trips, whatever. And I get it, but the problem is, and that may be fine for a Christian audience that understands the whole concept. Right. But, but when you get somebody that's lost, and you know, it's kind of maybe you know not too you know happy with Christians to begin with, and they start seeing all the hustle, man. That's all they see is the hustle. And so that that was the other reason because I didn't want to fall into that trap of just being tagged as another, you know, another way of money grubbing televangelist, you know? Absolutely. And you know, again, if if they're saved, but but, uh, but, but you hit the nail on the head, though. but you hit the nail on the head, my friend, because you said it. I mean, you, you still got to be able to monetize it, man. Yeah. For you me, it, <clears throat> I don't know if it ever be sustainable. I haven't bought time it's, in so long, but. I heard that there was a package available on this network called the Now Network. Uh, mainly, it targets uh, overseas in Africa. You can get a half hour for about uh, ninety-nine bucks. <laughs> That's pretty cheap. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's any fire sales available, but uh, I still toy with the idea of maybe finding a local broadcast or cable station and trying to find some overnight time, like between you know midnight and three a.m. I don't know if you can right. still get fire sales cheap anymore. It's been a long time, but. Um, all that aside, you, 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 you know what? Again, you 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 are doing what you're doing is much is much better. You know, again, you know, my my advice to you is you've already, you've been doing the podcast thing for 13 years. You know, just just flip a video on it, man, and 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 then just you know put it up on all the different platforms. You know, I've even tried that. I used uh, Streamyard, and I tried. Uh, I was doing a. Uh, Look, I was doing Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, DLive, yeah. Mixcloud, Nico Video in Japan, and it was just total. And then that would feed Rumble and BitChute, but um, I don't know if we've got the right program for that. Uh, I just I couldn't pull in hard to any numbers. It's just dead as a doornail, except for YouTube, and then you know end up in YouTube jail. But uh, <laughs> well, 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 the key is you've got see, see, I, I had, I had a little bit of advantage because before I even got on TV, you know, I built up a pretty, you know, good base of uh, people that were connected to the ministry through my daily devotional. Oh, that's a good. That's so good. yes, so I was able to, so I was able to push the, t- you know, I was able to push an audience to the TV show. Yes, through through my through my daily devotional vehicle, and that's what I'm thinking. You've been on, you know, you've had that podcast for 13 years. You've got to have a base of people that are, you know, part of you now through the podcast. You know, the key is then to try to, you know, move some of that base into like a video thing or whatever. Maybe you know do something a little different on the video thing. Because, uh, for instance, my daily devotional—it's usually a, you know—it's not a—it's not a uh, uh, my utmost for his highest or daily bread. It's not like that. It, it's like a three-minute mini sermon every day about something going on. It's pretty hardcore. Uh, but then I'm an evangelist. But my yes. but my TV program every night I usually deal with current topics here and around the world, like the the war in Ukraine and things like that. But putting all of those events into a biblical context. In other words, looking at the events of the day through a biblical worldview. Absolutely. Man, I think that's yep. a that's a great formula right there. You you are doing a awesome job of that. Now let me uh, say for those just joining us, we're live with Pastor Bill Keller, liveprayer.com. He's a internet evangelist, uh, background in TV. Uh, are you also on TikTok at this time? You do TikTok? Nope, nope. Have ne- 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 never went on to the TikTok. 
Now you know. But, but see, my, my, my program's an hour. I I, I think that I don't think the TikTok carries an hour show, does it? So here here's what you can do. They've got a new format over there. You can go live, Bill, up to an hour and a half. No problem. Oh really? Yes, sure. Oh. Now, oh, okay. if you want to, that's just live. When you're done, uh, there is no archive. But however, you can take an archive show, and they'll take um, take it in ten minute segments. So if you did a thirty minute show. You just have 10 minutes, part one, two, three. And you upload right. it, and that goes onto your channel. The reason I'm looking at that, that may be the greatest opportunity we've ever seen. You know, YouTube was well, king of the, the hill for a long time. But right. live uh, shorts, nobody can keep pace with TikTok. Facebook is so jealous they're trying to use their, you know, the government to shut down TikTok, but uh, people are not going to have it. TikTok is what they want. And uh, I'm talking to some people that do just exclusive TikTok. They're evangelists. They'll do a program. They said they're getting 30,000 people to tune in, 100,000 subscribers. And I said, man, that's something to look at. Um, Talk about a harvest field. They need Jesus over there on TikTok. But um, well... Well, you know, you, 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 you know, you're 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 right about one thing in terms of the uh, the attention span. I mean, I think uh, when I was growing up, every, every me and all my friends growing up together, we would all been on every kind of drug known to man if if, if it was today. <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the the attention span of these people, man. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, it's, it, it, five five minutes is a long time. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Let me pick your brain here on a few things. Uh, you've got a really yep. uh, interesting background. You were a, before you came to Christ, you were a day trader. Is is that correct? Yeah, well, well, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, again, back in the late 70s, right when computer computers started uh, becoming available for offices, it was the very beginning of the computers and offices. I went to work for for a little company on the phone selling computers to offices. Didn't have to know anything about computers, just cold calls. It was a phone gig, right? Yes. And like I said, and like I said, I started making two, three thousand dollars a week in commissions. And I did it for about a couple months. I said, heck with this, I'm gonna go do my own gig. So I set up about 12 phones down in my mom's basement, hired a bunch of my friends from college, and we just started slamming computers. So I did that, I did the computers and, and general office supplies for about six, seven years, sold everything, and went strictly in the stock market. And what led to my insider trading problem was uh, back in 87, uh, there was a horrible day in October that was known as Black Monday, and I, I, I wasn't trading stocks very much. I was trading like futures and options. I mean, very highly leveraged stuff. I was doing very well until Black Monday, and at that time, it was a real bull market. So when the market was down a little bit, you just went back in with both fists forward. And I got and and so that day I'll never forget, man. I started pumping more and more and more. By that evening, man, I'd lost about fourteen million dollars. Everything wow. I had was gone. Wow. But uh, but what happened then? Right in eighty nine and eighty eight, eighty seven, eighty nine in that era, fax machines started coming out. And I got back into the old phone gig and put a little phone room together and hired a bunch of people. Started slinging fax machines. And then I had a friend who was big in the markets I'd met during my trading days, and he was with a big law firm that handled a lot of the uh, 
the buyout deals, the, the whole Michael Milken, Ivan Boski, all that stuff was big in the in the late 80s. Yes. And I started going down to the Cayman Islands with the information he was giving me and uh, started, you know, start making a lot of money again on inside information. And what happened was the, the DEA was checking people making frequent trips to the Caymans. They were looking for drug dealers and drug money. And I got caught up in their in their net, and they figured out pretty quickly I didn't have anything to do with drugs, but they knew I was doing a lot of market stuff. So they flipped my file to the Securities Exchange Commission. Next thing I know, I got a knock on the door from the SEC, and that started about a two-year legal saga that ended up with me going to prison for insider trading. Whoa. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know anything about the stock market, but I did see a documentary one time, and they were talking about um, how – it's very possible that the whole stock market is rigged by these high-frequency traders. And the closer you are to the exchange, and depending on what type of software you have, uh, you can yep. dominate the market. Is that true? Is that sort of like a rig? Um, it, it, it used to be years ago, but, I mean, th those games have been so exposed now. Everybody plays them. There, there's a, but it, 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 it's a wicked world out there, man, because it's all done by computers now. Yeah. You know, back when I was doing it, man, you know, I'm on the phone with guys on the floor and stuff, and they're running trades on the I mean, those days are gone, man. I mean, those are dinosaur days. I mean, yeah. everything's now done by programs and stuff. It's uh, Bill fast I mean, forward. It, let's say I th you remember the. We all probably remember the two thousand seven eight collapses with the banking yep. financial system. They came out with this movie, yeah. which I saw a couple times. Did you ever get to see the Big Short? Yep, I did. And yep. um, some are saying that uh, that perfect storm is occurring again, and what happened then could be ready to happen in America right now. Uh, what is your sense of where we're headed in America? Uh, now we got this crazy war going on. I believe America using, uh, I mean, uh, Ukraine is their proxy to fight Russia. And yeah. um, are, are, what are we looking at? Uh, you think financial well, collapse could be coming soon? I I, you know, I've been, I've been preaching since I got online 24 years ago and on TV 20 years ago that I mean, way back then, that we had better get on our knees. We better get back to God because at some point, God's going to have enough of us. I mean, if he spared not his own children, I mean, how arrogant are we to think he's not going to, you know, punish us? And it was probably in the, in the early summer of 2020 as the pandemic was unfolding. And if you remember, we had about probably five or six of these type of things over the years, SARS, MERS, swine flu. We, we had a bunch of right. them, and they all fizzled out pretty quickly. And when we got to the middle of the summer, early summer of 2020, and this thing wasn't fizzling out, this thing was not slowing down, you know, that's when I that's when I really felt my gut, you know, okay, God God's restarting really to unleash his punishment on this country. You know, we'll see how much time we have. And uh, then you had the 2020 election, which I mean, you don't need to be a genius or a, a, a mathematician to understand that it was absolutely mathematically and historically impossible for Joe Biden to have got 81 million votes. Exactly. But God but God allowed, but God puts men in power. God takes men out of power. And I believe God allowed this evil king to rise for a season, again, as a furtherance of his judgment. 
But we're getting to a place now where, you know, you've got these globalists like Obama and the World Economic Forum and those clowns. I mean, I mean, they've got a tight grip on this country and they are going to do everything possible to keep that grip. And in 17 months on November 5th of 2024, we, we we are going to find out if God is done with this country or not. But here's the good news. The good news is, even though that's a that's a political situation, the people of God, if we will if we will be like the people of Nineveh and get on our knees and repent and turn back to God, I believe even though it, it's going to look impossible, God is going to allow Trump to rise to power one more time to at least save the country for a season. But I believe, even though it's a political, that's a political act, it's really a spiritual problem we've got with this country. Yes. And at the end of the day, we've got 17 months to get this country on its knees back to God. Or Because uh, I'll tell you right now, if God allows the globalists to keep power in 2024, whoever it is, Biden, Newsom, it doesn't matter, whoever their puppet is, Yes. Uh, this country will never be the same again. It can't be because it's 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 at a real bad place right now, and uh, it 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 will take somebody with the guts, like a Trump, to go in there and, and, and at least get things back on track. But if we don't have that opportunity, my friend, I don't know. I don't know how this country uh, survives, at least as we've known it. I Brother, mean, it's still going to be here, but it's never going to be what we've known it to be all of our lives. No question about it. I think uh, we've uh, we've turned into a fascist country on the road to communism. I think that yep. this COVID-19 was a cover story for a brute force power grab by the global lead on the planet. Uh, yep. World Economic Forum and the WHO, you know, right now are working on a treaty that could go in effect by next summer. If not so, oh yeah, and they control and they control all of our healthcare uh, uh, ch- choices. If there's ever another pandemic, <laughs> letting the world, letting the who uh, call the shots. Uh, yep, that could mean if we don't submit for the next clot shot, um, you can't travel anymore. I mean, you know, when I hear yeah. you can't, oh yeah. Uh, travel uh, you can't oh hey buy. listen they, they they have every intention you know people should forget about this electric car stuff that's just that, that that's that's just a, a a dodge a distraction the bottom line is they're if, if they have their way they're going to take away all the cars only the elites the upper upper elites will have a private car you will you will get around on on public buses trains and planes but you will also get around on public buses, trains, and planes if the government elects you. Because like right now in China, if you have a poor social credit score, you can't travel. You can't right. rent a hotel room. You can't You can't uh, go to certain places. I mean, and, and that's what's coming here if, if, if this whole thing starts to implode. What they're doing in China right now, the same globalists want to do in America. Total yep. surveillance, uh, travel yep. only by permission, and yep. if you speak out against the government, they want to shut you down and criminalize you. I mean, well, if we if, need a miracle. And, 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 and if you're a Christian, not only will you not have a good social credit score, so you can't be a normal person, uh, they're probably going to throw you in some dungeon somewhere. <laughs> Bill, I think that next stop, if, if God does not give us more time, is war on the saints. I think we're going to go into yeah. some of the most oh, yeah. 
Listen, listen. The the the, the first things the globalists will do when they, when they lock in one party rule, which is they get another four years, they will effectively. I mean, we we will be like California. We'll be like New York. We'll be like New Jersey. It'll be one party rule, and if they ever get that, I mean, they will continue to do everything they can to destroy God's plan for the family. That's always their number one goal. Yes. But right after that is to, is to demonize and persecute Christians because they don't want anybody having loyalty to anything other than the state. You're preaching the truth. Folks, we're live with evangelist Bill Keller. He knows what time it is, and uh, his ministry is over at liveprayer.com. I want to encourage everybody to go over there and be a part of the daily devotionals. And are, do you still take uh, calls on your program for people that want to call in for prayer? Uh, some nights we do, probably two nights a week. But uh, the if you go to the website, the upper right of the homepage, there's a sign-up link. And that's where you can sign up to get the daily devotional. It's free like everything. Uh, it's just a couple pieces of basic information, two-step process, very easy. And it'll start coming to your email every morning. And then uh, you can uh, go to our uh, uh, section on the TV show. It tells you how you can watch the TV show at night. But the main thing is, because I know you got people out there probably listening to this program right now, they're going through some really difficult times because there's a lot of hurting people out there. And I just want to encourage those people listening today that if, 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 if you're going through those difficult times, no, God is not going to abandon you. He's not going to leave you alone. And he will walk you with you each step of the way. May not be easy, but uh, Jesus warned his disciples, you know, in this world, you're going to have trials and tribulations. But he said, what? Be of good cheer, you know, because I've overcome this world. And if you hold on to Christ, uh, you'll get through it. You really will. Folks, that's key message right there. We've got to hold on to Jesus Christ. And, you know, Jesus does say, I'll never leave nor forsake you. Uh, when I just think about, I'm at wit's ends, Bill, and uh, this new world order system that's coming feels like it's closing around on me like a web. It's just too much for my brain to handle. I, I then remember that God's on the throne. And yep. if God be for us, who can be against us? It says if we... Yep. Fear and obey the Lord. Even the angel of the Lord encamps about us to deliver us. Folks, um, we we have the Lord that we can go to. Um, and the enemy will try to shut down a lot of us with, you know, mind control, psychological warfare, make you think that there's no hope. But I had a brother on last night uh, from Hand of Help Ministries. His name is Michael Boldea. Uh, came out of a Romanian family uh, where they were persecuted for Bible smuggling back during the 80s under Chescu. And God got him out of there, brought him to America with a message of warning. You know, we need to repent or judgment was coming. And uh, he encouraged me last night with some of the same things that you're saying here that, you know, it may look like it's lost. But then look at what God was going to do to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. He was even at the last minute, they could have found 10 righteous men. He would have been willing to show them mercy. I'm reminded of other times in history, Bill, where God was looking just for one man to stand in the gap that he might not have to judge. And who knows, folks? Uh, is it all lost? I don't think so. Uh, not completely. It doesn't have to be. Uh, will there be enough that will stand up and repent? I don't know. But it's worth trying. And if not, well, I know this, that uh, Jesus is coming back, and uh, he will put an end to all this at some point in time. If someone doesn't know Christ tonight, Bill, is it too late for them to receive him? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Let me let, let me let me just share this because you know 
no matter what you may be going through today, no matter how good life may be or how uh, rough life may be going right now, here's the bottom line. This life is but a brief moment. This is It's going to be over. I've sat with people on their deathbed in their 80s and 90s, and they tell me, Bill, I don't know where this, all this time went. So, I mean, if, even if you make it to, say, 100, it's still going to be over quicker than you can imagine. And at the end of the day, each one of us is going to take that last breath, and we're going to stand before God. And at that moment, there's only going to be one thing that matters. Do you have a relationship with Jesus? And the reason why that's the only thing that matters is because it was only Jesus who died for your sins. He went to that cross faithfully, bled and died so your sins could be forgiven. So when you come to that place, and I tell people, don't play you know, Russian roulette with your soul because tomorrow's promised to none of us. I get emails every day from families who had a loved one who were they were fine in the morning and they were dead before the night fell so i mean i'm not trying to intimidate people this isn't a scare tactic this is real life we get forty thousand emails a day i see real life every day and at the and 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 the only thing that matters when you take that last breath it's not what kind of job you had or how much money you had or didn't have you know where you where you lived who you were married to that stuff all doesn't matter once you take that last breath only one thing matters do you have a relationship with Jesus and if you and, and, and if I could I would just like to encourage the people listen to you. if you've never made that decision for Jesus there's no reason to put it off there's no reason to wonder or worry again and if you'd like to make that commitment, it's simple. Just pray with me right now. Dear Jesus, I come to you today asking you to forgive me of all my sins. Lord, I'm a sinner. Forgive me. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And from this moment forward, my life belongs to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Now, my friend, if you prayed that prayer, it's not magic. Those words are just a verbal guide for what you're doing in your heart by faith. And God will hear your prayer. God will save your soul. And at this point, now it's just a matter of saying, okay, I've made the most important decision of my life. You know, try to you know, get, hold, get hold of uh, my friend's ministry here. Try to get into a church nearby and uh, start growing in your in, in your new relationship with Christ because that's what it is. It's a relationship, and when you start to understand that, it makes the trials and tribulations of daily living that much easier to deal with. And folks, um, you want to get your Bible, begin to read it. You want to fellowship with others. And I think a daily devotional is a great thing to have. Uh, where can they go to sign up and, and receive these daily devotionals? Again, if you just go to my homepage at liveprayer.com, all one word, live, L-I-V-E, prayer.com, upper right-hand corner, there's a sign-up link. Click on that. And again, a couple pieces of basic information, and uh, that's all you need to do, and it'll start showing up in your email every morning. And it's a good reminder to stay connected with the Lord every day. Too many people think this relationship with Christ is for an hour on Sunday. No, my friend, it's a 24-7 relationship, and that daily devotional in your email every morning reminds you of that. We're going to close here in just a minute. Bill, I want to thank you for coming on. Before we do, i got a bonus question for you. Coming out of the background you had as a financial trader, um, what's your opinion on the world of crypto? Have you looked into this? 
What do you think about Bitcoin uh, and cryptocurrencies? You know, you, you, you know, I got to be honest. I, 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 I started getting pretty deep into it. Then I backed out. Um, it just, it, it just really concerned. When you see something like that happen with FTX, yes, it just shows you. It just, it just shows you. I mean, it's very unregulated. It's a, you know, it, 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 I mean, I know some guys have done very well with it. I know some guys have lost everything <laughs> in it. Uh, it, it. It just concerns me because it's not regulated and you've got nowhere to turn. You know, if your bank goes under, at least you got the FDIC and hopefully you can get some of your money back. But the, the, the crypto things, it's wild, wild west, man. It's, I mean, well, you're, you're out in Vegas. I mean, you know, it's like going to the tables every night, really. You took, That's probably the best way I can describe it. You took the word right out of my mouth. Now, uh, maybe I didn't clarify. I um, I still align with Vegas. That's where my P.O. box is. But I'm actually living on the island of Bali, Indonesia, Bill. We're oh, doing a really? program tonight international. So seven years Good ago, I was living in, in Las Vegas and loved it. Was about I'd been there almost three years about to put some roots down there. I said, I'm just going to stay here. I love Summerlin area out there. And uh, my brother, who's my roommate, my brother Cameron, uh, he took a job in Northern California. He loved it. He said, I'm not coming back. I said, man. And our other roommate left, and I was there by myself. And uh, and I said, well, I'll stay. I'll just find me a house to rent, hopefully with a pool because it gets hot out there. And uh, I had been a single man for 4.4 years, been a eunuch for the Lord. <laughs> and God gave me another chance. And I met my wife uh, through Facebook. It was tuned into the program one day. And I don't know, man. Some of my family on my mom's side have been missionaries. And so I've had opportunities to live in uh, Costa Rica, Panama, Cartagena. And I hadn't been back overseas in a few years. And I just felt the need to move. God put it wow. in my spirit to take a jump. And I came all the way to Indonesia almost seven years ago. I moved here April 2016. And... Uh, I'm still on the island. Got married. Good for, good uh, for you, brother. Have three babies here. I've been good stuck here you. now for three years, not able to fly out, because if you fly out, you can't get in without the uh, the death shot, and I'm not going to take that. So right. if I leave the country, then I can't come back unless I get a waiver or something. But we're praying and seeing what God wants us to do. But uh, I found out if you've got a good Internet connection, you can still do a podcast. You can do Yes, anything. you can. Yes, so, you can. I moved the Beverly, if you will, Beverly Hillbillies, all the way to Bali, and that's where we're at tonight. Amen, brother. Well, that's exciting. That's <laughs> it beautiful. It's amazing. It. I'm in Bali. You're in Florida. And uh, Florida may be the last man standing. How do you like uh, Governor DeSantis over there? Well, I liked him great when he was a governor, but now that he wants to be a president, not so much because apparently – He's been. He was cooking up this whole presidential thing thing three years ago. Really? And I got to tell you something. He uh, he's not a very popular guy here because people feel like they like he really conned him because he if he was really going to run for president, which he was planning now for three years, uh, he never should have run for re-election last year because we need a full-time governor. We don't need a guy gallivanting around the country running for president. You know, there's rumor and, uh, that he's in the bed with Jeb Bush, which is not a good thing. Oh, uh, of course he is. Listen, he got he got sucked into the to the to the book that whenever these guys get a book, you know they're done because you know they don't have a lot of personal money and they always con them with a book and they make a few million dollars off the book deal and then they're owned and that that's true for for Ron. It's true for 
All of them, Haley, every one of them. Oh, big time. That whole cabal in closing is trying to throw President Trump out of the bus. Now, I voted yes, for Yes, they are. I voted for yes, Trump twice are. and he's he wasn't perfect, but I'll take him any day over Biden, uh, which uh, is just a puppet master, I think, for who's the yeah. real guy running the show. I think it's probably Obama. Obama, uh, of course it is. I mean, come on. You know, just, we'll, we'll, we'll just look who's who's been in the key position. He's got Lisa Monaco running the DOJ, not not Merrick Garland. Right. He had Susan Rice running the West Wing up until a few months ago. Yes. And uh, he's got uh, that uh, wackadoodle uh, Victoria Newland running uh, the State Department. Those are all Obama people, man. Big time. And uh, yeah. you know what? Uh, I don't know how many people want to do this, but would you be willing to pray for Trump tonight as before we close? Because if they can put him in jail, we're in some serious trouble. And by the way, I think Trump uh, should either get JFK or RFK Jr. to run or DeSantis as his VP. Consolidate power. Um, yeah. Well, they, they I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what people really need to pray about for Trump. I mean, I'll be happy to do this in just a second, yes. but they need to pray for his safety because let me tell you something. These people are no jokes. And if, they, if they're at a point now where they're willing to put him in jail for like 400 years, right. if you don't think that, if you don't think for a second that if it push comes to shove, they wouldn't, you know, take him out. It's not, it wouldn't be the first time that happened in this country. Oh, big! Uh, you're exactly right. Look, the CIA is very active out there, and uh, yep. I wouldn't put anything past these uh, cor- corrupt agencies, which have shown their true colors, and uh, let Hunter right. Biden off. I mean, look, yep. he just got a misdemeanor. Uh, yeah, and we know what we yeah. know the story. We know that all these fake charges from Hillary Clinton and all Russia Gate were all proved to be fake. Um, yeah, this is just a, a smear campaign to try to stop him from a comeback. Would you pray for Trump tonight? He needs our prayers. Sure. Sure. Father, thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to lift up Donald Trump. Lord, he's not a perfect man, but none of us are. But Lord, he was the one you chose to put in power for four years. And he did a good job and he knows how to navigate this nasty place called Washington, D.C. I pray for him and his family. I pray, Lord, for any of his family members that aren't saved to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I pray for his protection during this time. And Lord, please watch over this man and keep him guarded. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bill, what an honor to have you on. Now I'm going to ask you for one more prayer. Close us out in prayer tonight, my friend. God bless you for coming on. Sure. Lord, thank you for my brother. I lift him up. I pray, God, you will continue to bless him and his family in a mighty way as he serves you. Lord, we're thankful for this opportunity to be able to bring your truth to the people that need to hear it the most. We're grateful for this time together. I ask, Lord, right now that you bless each one of these listeners. Open their hearts. Help them, Lord, to never forget that with Jesus, they have everything. And we thank you for Jesus tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I touch and agree. Folks, evangelist Bill Keller, go to liveprayer.com. I'm going to put a link up there in the chat room. Brother Bill, what an honor to have you back on, my friend. And uh, Thank you, would... my brother. This has, been a, this has been a beautiful, beautiful little blessing from the Lord. Thank you, my friend. Whoop, and, your da- and, your, and your dad was a godly man, man. You're blessed to have him. <laughs> man, that, what a small world. This is pretty amazing to meet somebody who knew my dad. And uh, yep. from time to time, I do. And uh, that's exciting. Um, yep. We'd love to have you back on. This was an introduction to Bill Keller and his ministry. Next time, I'll throw you the mic and let you preach. God bless you, Bill. All right. Thank you, buddy. God Thank bless. you, sir. Folks, stay tuned. Bill Keller and LivePrayer.com. Uh, 
I want to thank Richard Keltner for introducing me to Brother Bill's ministry. And uh, I would go over and see uh, Bill sitting in a chair on camera and uh, taking calls from people. And he was doing this as early as 20 years ago, folks. A real pioneer in um, what we would later call the demon hotline, you know, just taking phone calls on blog talk radio. Uh, He was doing it live TV in a big way and continues to. Can you imagine 40,000 emails a day with prayer requests? That's massive. That shows you the need out there. There are people everywhere that need prayer, need Jesus, need deliverance, need healing, need counsel. And uh, God needs you. He needs us all in his end time army to work with those that we can. Uh, The need out there is massive. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in uh, to our broadcast today. It was great to have these live guests today. Uh, We had Sister Betsy scheduled, and I don't know what happened. We were not able to connect with her, but when we do, we'll try to get a reschedule for you. But uh, we did an edition of Speak My Word, read a few chapters to kick off our debut. If you're not uh, familiar um, with Speak My Word, we'd go through the Word of God together in the King James Bible. And uh, I'm planning to go through the whole word in the next year on that program. Just wait. We're going to do some deep dives. All you need is your King James Bible. Join me. And uh, we're going to take that podcast and put it up on its own network. Uh, Today I was able to purchase a year subscription to SoundCloud, which is great if you're just going to put incremental shows. It doesn't allow you to sort them if you... uh, put one in today then want to go back and put one earlier in between somewhere it's uh it's all just sequential but it will work good for what we're going to do with speak my word it was the uh the best option uh cheap and uh many of you are familiar with soundcloud we've used them for so long same url soundcloud.com backslash omega man radio so that's going to be where you can get speak my word its own show then uh daily we're going to do uh, more live programs, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern, right here uh, on our IceCast stream, which you're tuning in to right now if you're listening to me live, that is right on my website. Simply go to omegamanradio.com. And then I take the shows, like I'll do here in a few minutes, and I'll take them and cut them as uh, episodes for the Omega Man broadcast, and I'll put them up in our new Podbean archive. At Podbean, you can find uh, all our new shows. And then as I have extra time, I'm going to begin to upload some retroactively <clears throat> that occurred before I made the jump over to uh, Podbean. And then I have another podcast, Podcast 3, The Omega Man Reloaded. Now that one is actually going back 13 years ago to when we first started. From Episode 1, I'm working my way forward, uh, usually uploading two per day, Restored Audios, I get a chance to clean up the archive because if I have any commercial music, I have to take that out. But that's the only thing that I would extract. Uh, I fix the volume levels and uh, put a title on it. That's the most exciting part. I'm not going to upload anything for you from now on unless it has a title. So many people said, hey, I don't know what the program is about. Just have an episode number and a guest name. Where's the titles? Well, we're fixing that. That's another reason for what I'm doing. Among others, trying to revitalize our catalog. Really, uh, the Omega Man Reloaded is a new podcast that billions have never heard. 
I'm not saying we're going to uh, make connection with all 7 billion people on the globe, but if potentially billions could come over and they've never heard this show before. What a shame if I didn't do something to revitalize it. So, God gave me the idea, the Omega Man Reloaded. I took that from the Matrix Reloaded. I thought, hmm, let's do it. That sounds great. And uh, it's its own podcast channel, omegamanreloaded.podbean.com, or our main one that has all the live shows going forward, like today's, omegaman.podbean.com. Those links are on my website. And then we've got Speak My Word. Now, we were trying a beta test with a WordPress uh, chat plugin called the Ajax Chat. wasn't working so well. I couldn't even log in at one point today. So that's just not going to be robust enough. I went ahead and deleted that, and uh, that's why it's not on the, the site today. Don't worry. I'm going to come up with something else. I still like the idea of having our, our chat on our own website. We're going to continue with IceCast. We've got an independent way to broadcast from any uh, main platforms out there. Uh, what I'm doing is I've restructured the show, and I've cut ties with the big social media networks, and we're not going to be censored anymore. We can talk about anything we want here, but to do that, had to build my own infrastructure. IceCast is part of that. Uh, and um, MixLR was not willing uh, to work with me to clean up some of the old archives I have over there because people are going to the MixLR channel and saying, hey, all I see is stuff from 2017. I'm confused. Well, I wanted to delete that also because a lot of that stuff has commercial music and we can't keep that online. So I was hoping they would just wipe the archive clean and uh, I wasn't getting any help. They wanted me basically to delete thousands of shows one by one so that's not going to work I don't want carpal tunnel and uh, make a long story longer I then decided just to sh shut the account down but then that caused some confusion too and then just start over new well uh, I was moving to do that today when actually uh, there was a breakthrough and one of the customer service people when I was able to explain my rationale uh it looks like they may help me and if so they'll clean up my archive for us and we'll just reactivate our subscription now I was on it for so long that I was getting a grandfather rate it was only cost me 10 bucks a month but they don't offer that anymore but it's still not too bad uh, an actual pro account which is what we want to have over there is only 15 a month now so it's 180 a year and I put that up as one of the things we'd like to have if money comes in and uh, someone sent the money in for that today so it's paid for for a year what that means is we're going to bring MixLR back bring back the great quality high quality audio stream the player that many of you used and the chat room uh, but I'm not going to stop there uh, I'm going to continue to look for a, another chat that we can have on our website because I still want to have stuff in house where I can't but uh, now you've got, you'll have two options uh, to listen. A few days, MixLR should be running again. I'll alert you when it is. You'll have MixLR, as you had before, that has the app and chat room. And you'll have IceCast, which you can tune into our show from any device on 128 kilobits from our website, uh, or from our IceCast link, rather, as well. And um, the next thing we need to do and that's it's front and center on my webpage under where we need some help is um, 
I'm uploading uh, six podcasts a day to Podbean. And Podbean, the professional account, uh, got maxed out halfway into this month. And what they did is they froze me. I was not able to upload anything uh, until the reset occurs in July 1. They said I exceeded my uh, hard drive storage space and bandwidth capabilities. Well, we got to fix that because I that's what we do. And we've been known in the past to do 10 shows in a day. Remember those? So we've got to have a, rob- a more robust account, and they do offer that. It's called the business account, and it costs 100 a hundred and change uh, per month. We prepay this for the year, so it's about thirteen hundred and change. Now, they were good enough to extend our account to allow us uh, the extra bandwidth we need to make it through this month. But if I'm to go forward using Podbean uh, and not have the business account, well, we'll max out again and be frozen over there. So, either I need to make a jump to another network, or we just need to belly up to the bar and pay the hundred dollar a month fee and um, get her done and we can have unlimited uh, archives unlimited bandwidth that we could do whatever we want to do so it's not really a lot of money but uh, it is for us right now we just don't have the resources so I'll leave it up to you out there if the money comes in we'll, ex- we'll upgrade the Podbean account else I've got to find another network um, that we can do this on and uh, so if there's anybody out there would like to help just making the need known. Once we do that, then unlimited archives for the next 12 months. And uh, that means you can feast uh, day and night on great stuff, and I'll continue to uh, just stock them up with new episodes and older episodes. And um, you can enjoy those from the Podbean app or the link, however you want to do it. Uh, Next thing we need to do, is uh, we need to work on, like Bill was talking about, our own server. And I found a company, Jinjaro, which is an offshore hosting company, and they specialize in what I want to do, uh, setting up offshore servers. It's in a, uh, a country that uh, is not part of the EU or the U.S. So when the mandates come down to begin to censor podcasts, and it's in the works right now, believe me, people are reporting on it everywhere. Well, we should be safe because uh, I'll be in Malaysia with this server. And in Malaysia, they don't respond to these uh, orders from other governments telling them what to do. And there's other places we can also store the server. But Canada, America, EU, it's going to be rough for people that want to have any type of social media and not have to come under the... uh, the overlord, the overwatch from these uh, agencies that are being set up and rules being set up to censor people. Look at what Elon Musk is going through, for example. That's the biggest example of this that I can give you. The EU is has threatened Elon Musk that very soon, maybe in months or days, they're going to require him to submit to their censorship standards. And if he doesn't, they'll threaten him, even with shutdown on Twitter. Now, I I wouldn't be bullied, and I don't think Elon is one to be bullied, and uh, I think we're going to see a confrontation there. And I think maybe he'll call their bluff, but we'll see. They could shut them down. Now, look, they took on Apple, the EU did, and said, we're not going to allow you to have your own uh, 
special proprietary charging port anymore. You must convert over the USB-C. And there was some pushback, but ultimately Apple had to resign the, redesign the ports and all their devices. Why? Because um, if not, the EU was not going to allow them to import any of their devices into the EU. Look, the EU was getting ready. Uh, they said 2033, 10 years from now. They're banning all gasoline-powered cars. You won't be able to buy one over there. They want to go all electric. These people are nuts. Like uh, Bill said tonight, uh, they don't want you and I to drive. They want only the elite to be able to do these things and have these uh, abilities to travel in your own car. It's the uh, the elite and the peasants. And uh, unless you and I are connected with them, then we're the peasants. They believe they have a right to tell us what to do. Um to hurt us in like cattle into 15-minute cities, to block us from being free to move around without their common pass passport system and QR codes you got to scan. They want to deplatform us and even pick you up and take you to a re-education center like they do to people in China whose scores get really low in the credit score system. So I'm preparing to build the citadel in the White Mountains where men can still be free of uh, offshore locations and so that when the hammer drops and who knows you might have to get in through a VPN uh, you'll be able to access the broadcast perhaps that's why God still has me offshore I've been told multiple times God had me here to protect me but I was like protect me from what um probably protect me from censorship and being shut down well there we are so just putting out the just sharing with you my uh, my plan as it stands now looking for ways to get to the next level with this program reach more people uh, battle harden our archives so we can be around for some time to come and uh, if you would like to be part of that you can do so right there on my website while you're at the website, sign up for uh, my newsletter that I put out on Substack. I send out updates through that. I have no other mailing list. It's Substack now. Uh, we were censored on MailChimp, and I had my account shut down, sadly. You build up a list, and they shut you down. Build up a uh, following uh, on YouTube. They shut us down multiple times. And it's, it's hard to restart on many of those platforms. So that is difficult. We're starting from scratch. We've got 20 people tuning in right now. and uh, But we did have uh, triple that tonight. So I am encouraged. I'm actually seeing more numbers of people tuning in on uh, our IceCast server than I was on MixLR. In this new uh, time slot, I think the time is really working out good for m- more people. That by the time the evening comes, you know, they're spending time with family and uh, got other things vying for their time so I don't know or we're just maybe reaching a whole new audience because of uh, the time zone changes so I'm excited about it nonetheless um, help us wherever you can pray for us 
share the programs that have blessed you with others so they can find out also about the network. I invite people to come out, tune in. Substack, sign up for that because uh, we had a perfect storm over the weekend. I, w- I was in a frozen status, couldn't upload any alerts. In the past, I could always at least upload an MP3 and let people know what's going on. Couldn't do that. We were frozen. Uh, the underwater sea cables in Bali were cut. They're still damaged. I don't know how long it'll take for it to be back up totally like it was before. Uh, and then uh, Substack was the only th- way I could reach people. and I, We only had uh, you know, less than 100 people over there, so not everybody was going to get the, uh, the memo. So um, sign up for Substack because if I can't get you any other way and you're curious and want to know what's going on over here, that we're okay and you know that we haven't shut down, uh, I will be able to tell you that, communicate what we need to communicate on Substack. That's, again, if you're interested. Um, at the end of the day, I put it in the Lord's hand. People who want to find us can find us, as Michael Boldea said. Um, and uh, God has not told me to quit, but he's told me to speak his word. So I'm going to continue with that show. I'm going to continue doing the Omega Man Marathon as long as I can. And um, we'll see what happens. You can support our program if financially through PayPal, Zelly, GoFundMe, Cash App. We've got a mailing address. And if you want it earmarked for something specific, like the individual today said, put this on the MixLR. Uh, that's where it goes. We'll put it on there. Otherwise, it goes in the general funds, and uh, we'll apply it wherever we need to. So that's up to you how you want to do it. Let me pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity that I had tonight. Thank you for the the guests that we've had on and the listeners. Thank you, God, for not giving up on us. Being there with us, God, through thick and thin. We thank you, Jesus, that you will not leave nor forsake us. We ask you, Father God, to bless everyone that made it out. Live run the archive. Guide and direct all of our steps. I thank you, God, for the miracle I got today. My passport was renewed. And uh, thank you, God, that we're getting our paperwork in order. You've helped us. And you're going to guide and direct all of our steps. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Friends, love and appreciate you. I'm going to close now and then work on getting you um, five more shows uploaded. Check back to OmegaManRadio.com frequently. Once a day, once a week at least. That's where I'll put the updates. And uh, I will uh, keep you updated on the MixLR. I just got word that they're going to pass my request to the engineers to help me clean the account up. And if so, we could be up and running um, very soon, hopefully within the next few days. If not, then uh, my only recourse there is just to restart a new MixLR account, which will have a new link. That's all. We're coming back, though, either way on it. So it's all good. Okay. Uh, I think that's all I needed to mention. If you want to email me, omegamanradio at protonmail.com. God bless you. And um, we'll see you next time.